When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. Oh man, I'm here, Ben, but I'll tell you what, I am I am just got the full body, the full all-over soreness. The full all-over soreness. The full all-over soreness. We like because of the the flu, not because I had the flu or anything, but because of the flu, uh Everyone else in my family having it over the past week. I had to like keep missing the gym, and there's always that like first day back where it's like, oh boy, be prepared for everything to hurt again. And that that was yesterday, and now it's today, and uh, yeah, it all hurts. If it makes you feel any better, I was also there yesterday, and I was oh. also there last week, and I am also in full body pain right now. Oh, so. good, good, good. <laughs> all, all is well, all is well. I think that like there is something about like there is the joke about like leg day, yeah, or even just the joke that is don't skip leg day there is that joke and i will tell you what leg day is just like it just it just hurts it's it's hard it's difficult i swear if there is like if you just want to become like into fitness at all and focus on anything i think that you could just literally do lunges just hard stop just do lunges don't worry about anything else lunges are a full body workout they hurt they will make you sore there you go just just lunge if you're walking down the street lunge walking to get some coffee midday break give it a lunge give it a lunge yeah hitting the treadmill lunge it up but that's gonna you're gonna need an extra long treadmill yeah, extra long treadmill or maybe even slow treadmills. So maybe, maybe yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to be sprint lunging. Not gonna, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know though, man. It's like this is one of those things where I I look back and I have such a I have such a struggle when it comes to like our fitness endeavors and at any point in time scrolling back in like my phone throughout the years or whatever and like looking at like past iterations of myself where at different points in time it was like oh this is like when we were like rock climbing a lot or like this is when i was running a lot or this is when i was mountain biking a lot and it's like just all all throughout all time i will like go back and look at like something where it was like oh okay there's like a much bigger emphasis on like my back and core during like rock climbing and as a result it's like wow look i look way different during that particular era of time yeah and then like we got like super into powerlifting for a while and it was like oh my gosh the effects of powerlifting are apparent yeah you know and i don't know but then like i also feel like over the past year we've done almost exclusively dumbbells so like no like under bar work whatsoever yeah just, yeah nothing under the bar just a lot know, of yeah free weights lots of free weights and um you know it's been i think that i have surprisingly had the most amount of like noticeable gains which i think is kind of like fascinating that's interesting yeah i feel like <laughs> Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> in case you're not, if you're, in case you're not watching, Jay's just casually like you know flexing up a storm. What are you talking here. about, man? Just, he's, just he's, stretching, just yeah. yawn, flex, mm. all the rest. So let me ask you this though. Yeah. Um, what do you or, or do you have a current like fitness 
goal, something you're like aiming towards, a um, direction you're you're trying to be. Uh, I would say, if anything, at the moment, like we just went and did the Chicago Marathon, and that sort of got me in this like running mindset, which always happens whenever I go to one of these big races. I'm like, man, I want to do this. This seems like so fun, and I could I could definitely do it. I would just have to get back into it, and then we could do it. And that was just that would sort of be it. So um, I don't I don't know if I want to jump like straight into like marathon or something, but I suppose like half marathon has been uh, something on the brain to do uh, in the future. Okay. okay. Yeah. I, although I will say that <laughs> like I woke up one morning and I was like all motivated to go and I went down. I was like, I'm just going to do like, I think I just happened to wake up early. It was like one of those days where I woke up at five and it was like half an hour later. I was like, well, I'm definitely not falling asleep. And even if I did what I'm going to get up in 20 minutes anyway, I'll just get up. So I went downstairs. I was like, you know what? I've been thinking about running. I'll just go. I'll just go do a run right now. It doesn't have to be hard or anything. So I did just like a like a 20 minute run on the treadmill, like on the Peloton. So like with an instructor, like, um, you know, Bar- one of the classes. Orders, yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it, you know, I, I did it and I, you know, I did the whole thing. I just did like a 20 minute, you know, beginner high intensity training class thing. And I got to the end and it, you know, it felt great. And no point was I like, I'm dying. And I was like, oh man, what do I felt? I felt like motivated, but like, that was like two weeks ago. And since then, like the, my, this is going to sound so old. Like my hip has just been hurting. And oh, it's no. just like, it's been so annoying. I'm like, one run, one run. And like, I like, ugh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I need to like what I keep thinking like, okay, it was sore for like, you know, I was expecting like, okay, well, this is a different kind of soreness than I was expecting. I keep thinking like, well, it'll probably just go away. And it's like, I'm sure it will eventually, but so far it still hasn't. And I've been like, oh, now maybe I need to go like see a physical therapist or something <laughs> or get some sort of stretching routine going. So it's just been, that was just like immediately discouraging. So that no, was I annoying. Under, I understand completely. No, I, I feel like I have this thing and I want to know if there's like, you know how like there's like brain crack for like an idea, yeah. like, and you, you've talked about this before and like, or maybe, maybe let me ask you just the question because I feel like you're better explaining it. What is brain crack? Because everyone suffers from it. Brain crack is just when you have an idea for something you want to do. And then um, the longer you don't do it, the more you build it up in your brain. And the more you build it up in your brain, the less motivated did you feel to do it because now you've put the idea on such a pedestal that there's like no way you'll ever be able to like do what you've built up in your brain and then it just sort of it's like sort of snowballs in that and it's like then you feel guilty for not having done the thing and then you think of these new things you want it to be like and you you still don't do it because now it's going to be even harder and you know it's it's what started as a good idea with the best of intentions is now like causing you to like suffer like guilt and like be unmotivated even though <laughs> you haven't done anything and you didn't promise anyone anything it's just all in your brain okay okay that was perfect okay that was perfect yes so i have this thing that will happen very frequently where like i'll like really want to get into something or like like um go about correcting like a behavior like okay like i'm gonna cut down on like you know spending or i'm gonna try to be a little more active in this way or i'm gonna try to do like you know spend more time like with with friends and like i'm gonna make like a real like focused effort to like put that on the schedule and like you know be like yeah like i'm yeah i'm, I'm doing this doing this and i think a lot of times, myself right and I, I i find that sometimes what happens to me is that i will be like okay like i'm gonna yeah like i'm gonna get back into like running like you know like i'm, I'm excited about it like you know i'll get like a you know new pair of shoes and like i'm gonna get out there and and like you know put put some pavement underneath me so to speak and 
oftentimes like you get out there and it's like, okay, like did it. Like got like my first, like, you know, four miles back, you know, back in, I went for a run today and like, I'll be like so proud of myself. And like the next step, like I went for my run yesterday. Like I'm still good. I'm going to like let my legs heal up a little bit. Like another day will pass. And it's like, Hmm, I don't know if I feel like going on another run. Yeah. You know, and it's almost like, it's, almost like what happens is, is like I get so excited about something and it's like you go and you like break the seal and it's almost like the seal what it does is takes all of the enthusiasm and it just like floods out of me yeah and it's like okay like I did it I went on a run and now what right you know it's like I know exactly what you mean but, and it's like you, you're exactly right so you went and you watched Beth compete or you know finish the uh Chicago Marathon yeah and I feel like a lot of what is so contagious about that environment is like when you get out there and you're like watching all these people it's like you're watching the culmination of like months of training sort of like coming to their conclusion. It's like, it's the same thing as like watching like a graduation. There's like so much like potential. It's like you are at the finish line of the thing where all of the effort has been like going into it. And like you're getting to like reap those, you know, yeah, like rewards or whatever. And, and like, just feel like you can like really bask in the awesomeness that is yourself. Um, but there's no doubt about it. It's like the hard thing is, 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 is getting out there and then like, committing to all of that work in real time and recognizing like what that commitment actually like constitutes in terms of like the expenditure of the time that you have available and the energy that you have available yeah on a weekly basis right and i think this is very frequently the case for me where it's like i will have an idea in my head and it's like oh my gosh like you know like while i'm sitting here it's like i can think about it like i'm so excited about this thing it would be like so much fun and then like as soon as i zoom back a little bit like i I, like kind of like look around at the life around me i'm like i am very busy always Mm -hmm. all the time like you know it's like there's not like a whole lot of time at any point in my life where it's like where, where like I can like recognize like you know if I just sort of like got up off the couch right now I could probably like do that thing I've been thinking about yeah like there's not a whole lot of that yeah you know um, I do know <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know this about me or you know this about like all people both both yes yeah, yeah. um there, there's no doubt like I definitely I I love to romanticize the the thought you the, do the you idea. have you have such big ideas there's yeah. no doubt big ideas yeah uh limited bandwidth yeah available to always i mean it's just how it always is and it's like you have to either be willing you just like you'll have to be in order to like accomplish these big things like it will require some amount of sacrifice on some other aspect of your life whether that is like spending time with your family or sleep or leisure or you know wherever it is like you're gonna have to like pull from somewhere else and like so often it's like you're so comfortable in your routine that it's easy to break that routine once but like when you have to break it over and over and over and like reestablish this new routine that is almost categorically like less comfortable for the other people involved like it can be difficult yeah yeah because there's usually that like that that ask associated with like for me for example like if i imagine myself getting up you know every saturday morning to like go on like the like the long run so to speak it's like okay well alice works on saturdays you know so that would mean like for her it's like if i'm out there and like sort of like running long enough that it's pushing up against the time that like she needs to leave for work and we need to like pass the like you know parent baton yeah so to speak like that becomes like a thing too where it's like now all of a sudden you got to figure out like how 
how I'm not going to ultimately cause like Alice to go into every like Saturday day's worth of work just being incredibly stressed. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's like a that's like a you just have to wake up an hour earlier, Ben. <laughs> I, I know, yeah. I know. Well, and, and that becomes a thing too, because I feel like that hour is also borrowed from like the night prior mm-hmm. in some capacity where yeah, it's you like have to oh, go to bed earlier. You have to go to bed earlier. Yeah. And then it's like, oh now we're missing out on like some quality time. And like these are the uh the, the like I, I keep saying it, but I do feel like this is like the big one where I keep feeling like older is like the recognition of how many important like facets of my life there are and how difficult it is to attempt to like start the next new thing. Yeah. Because it, it almost mandates something like the status quo being impacted. It is, yeah. And it's, I mean, it can be difficult. And I think part of like, cause like when, you know, Beth was just training for a marathon. So we ran into this sort of stuff all the time. Right. And it was like, you know, it, it was, you know, difficult. Like when, when is Beth going to go on the runs? Cause like I have to go to work, Yeah, you know? <laughs> and like, I want to be able to do like the things I want to do too. Um, so, I mean, you know, if, if that meant like she was like waking up early or like, you know, you know, calling, saying like, can, can you get home like, you know, 10 minutes earlier? And then like, I would literally like get home and we'd like pass each other through the door and she'd be like on her way out to a run. Right. You know, um, and it, I think what it comes down to is like, you're right. Like, oh, now it's like you have to like sacrifice like, oh, time we could be spending together, or, like quality time or something. But I think there's this like big like. It's, it's, I think it's like a way you frame it. And it's like, like you have to like redefine what like quality time like means in okay. your brain, I think sometimes. So like, like sure, maybe if, you know, you have like less quality time or something like, you know, where you two are sitting next to each other on the couch or like discussing something at the table or something like that is replaced with like you going out for uh, run or something or Alice going to work or something like even though you're not physically in the same space like the support you're showing the support one another you're showing yeah. one another is the is like the same thing it's just not as like like visceral right there that's a really good way to put it you I know think. it's yeah. like and it's it's difficult because it's like like in your mind like oh I'm not spending time with Alice or something but like if you know if this is important to you and you know she wants to support you in this thing then like you like in a weird way it's like you are letting her be supportive of you by going on the run yeah I, you know I, you know what i mean I, which I, yeah. sounds backwards like i understand how that sounds like i'm giving you the opportunity to give me money or something you know like, right 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 right. no yeah. i i do understand what you're saying like it's it's even like once like once we had addison i think it was very apparent how quickly it was like, wow, like that phrase, like it takes a village, you know, it's like people always sort of say that. And it's always kind of felt like this, like platitude, if you will, yeah. like, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, it takes a village, um, like everybody contributes somehow. And then like you start going through like the process and like, you know, you have like the like the baby shower, or even just like the the people who are like coming to like, you know, help bring you a meal or something like right after you got home home from the hospital or you know even just like coming and like you know holding the baby for you for an hour so you can like go get some sleep um all of a sudden you're like whoa okay like 
It, it like yeah. it literally does. There's there's like so many different like elements that like have to come together uh, in order for this to happen. And so like in a lot of ways, like you know Beth finishing the marathon was like it's a pretty big feat for you as like even just like a, a supporting role in her venture, right? As well, yeah. Uh, which was pretty cool. Yeah, and it's like an interesting way to like you should give yourself like a gold star. I felt I felt you know it felt like a team effort. You know, like yeah, I, I yeah. wasn't out there running by any means. She did way more work than me. Right, right, right. <laughs> But yeah, like, you know, um, you know, it wasn't, um, you know, but, but it was also like, like joyful for me to like help her do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like, she's never like asked me like, oh, do you care if I go on a run? You know, right now it's like, oh, like, of course I don't mind. Like I, I do not yeah, definitely go do that. I'll just watch the kids. I don't care. Right. You know? Right. Okay. So, so, so it's like sort of like take this idea and like switch gears a little bit. Like one of the other things that I've been kind of curious about lately, uh, like within the world that we exist in, like through super Carlin brothers and like making content, like around the fandoms and stuff is that, um, like over the past couple of years, we've really noticed just how much more stuff is out there that like possibly you need to be like consuming Mm -hmm. in order to keep pace with everything. And like, I think star Wars and Marvel are both like pretty big on this front right now where there's just like, it's, it's almost like at all times, every single month, there's like a new release of some kind and we were on a call uh like last friday with some patrons for super carlin brothers and it was like interesting talking to them because they were like oh like what'd you think of she hulk and i remember being like you know i haven't watched it yet and like i'm like even like looking at it from their perspective in my head and i'm like i can see where that would be surprising you know it's like like this is literally someone who like pretty much makes their livelihood by discussing these very things and it's kind of like it's it's like i'm not even up to speed it's like it's almost like oh my gosh like like you know like i i didn't do the reading assignment for like a class (gasps) right it's like what it can feel like in some capacity um and you definitely start to feel like slowly like inundated or almost like you're drowning a little bit in everything that's out there right um and so like sort of like my curiosity i guess with all of this is is partly that you know it's like it does start to bring that big question of like do you need to watch all the tv shows in order to understand like the next avengers level event um and it's it's not you know necessarily super clear what the actual answer to that question is i'm I'm sure there's a version of it where it's like you can appreciate it more if you've seen everything but also like they will not have a world where you don't understand yeah like what's going on even if this is like the first thing you've ever watched um but yeah, so I like what I've what I think that I've noticed the most, um, especially as it like pertains to maybe how I presented this, which is like, you know, is it my homework to have like watched She-Hulk? And the answer is almost like three years ago, like back in like 2019, for example, is like you might have four major new Marvel releases in a year. And for the most part, for my job, it was absolutely required that I saw all of them on opening night right in order to like be a part of the conversation um but now it's like unless you are going to commit your channel to being nothing but like week in week out like episode breakdowns right it's almost hard to even know like 
what all is everyone else watching? Like, it's almost like everyone's attention has kind of been like diluted. Yeah. By how much stuff is out there. It does feel that way sometimes. Yeah. So like from our perspective, it's like, do people want content on like Andor? you know, or is it like 10 per, like, you know, out of the 100% of the population that would go and see like a star Wars main episode, maybe like 15 to 20% of those people are watching Andor, right? Which is like, it's like, well, is that like, like, is everybody in on this? Like, you know, do you know what I mean? I like do know what you mean. It, yeah. it becomes like really, really, really difficult. And so like the, because like big releases and stuff used to happen, um, like all around like specific movie release dates. Yeah. But so much more content now comes out via streaming and because it comes out like episodically, like, and because people can watch it at their own pace and people are varying levels of interested in it and people have varying behaviors of how they consume um, streaming TV and people have varying degrees of how much they care about spoilers and stuff like that it's it's like harder to build up like a big um like tent pole tent pole around like whatever comes out so like i remember like um for example like when wandavision came out i feel like this was almost like the turning point it may have you know been, it yeah. really felt like it it was like the first it was like you had the break like not that other streaming shows obviously weren't coming out or something but this really felt like the turning point around it because when it first hit like it um, like it was the first big release thing on streaming in a while. Like I know like Disney plus launched with like the Mandalorian and stuff and everyone yeah. loved that and things, but the, and that was sort of the first of its kind. But like when WandaVision came out, it may as well have been like a feature film, Yeah, you know, like the, the excitement around it was the same as like Endgame or infinity war. And like, it was like, Oh my gosh, we're going to get like six weeks of this. And basically that's what it felt like. It felt like week after week was like the whole, it felt like every, the, the entire fandom sphere was just like buzzing on WandaVision. Right. And it's then like, it was like, like, what is going like, on? Like, this like, is awesome. And it sort of felt like, okay. And right after that, I think it was a pretty brief period. And then like Loki came out Yeah, and there was like, like a little, there was like, it was, less momentum but still a lot of people really in on loki but by the time like falcon and winter soldier came out it was like yeah okay like this is just gonna be like sort of the norm now and it's like oh we we can treat this just like a tv show sure. rather than like a huge event that's happening right right yeah and then, and then on top of that you know like shortly thereafter you know you've got like the hawkeye coming out and it's just like you know, like one one thing sort of after mm -hmm. another and like before long you're almost like man i like i need to catch up right um <laughs> You know, it's like I have I have like what like twenty seven episodes. Of, oh, I know. Of yes. like prominent television that I haven't it's, seen. It's amazing how fast it goes too, because it seems like oh yeah, like once a, one episode a week, no big deal, no problem at all, right? That's easy to keep up with, right? Because that's what it'll be like. But you're right. It's like it's like when you're talking about with the running, where you're like, oh yeah, I ran yesterday. I'm so good. I'm gonna recover. And the next day, you're like. Oh, man, I don't know if I feel like going running today. And then you look down and it's like, wait, I feel like I just went for a run. That was, oh, five months ago. <laughs> right, wow. Yeah. 
It's like, how, how like, long did that one run get hmm, me? That's weird. Yeah. Like, but I think about that. Like, um, uh, you know, earlier this year in April, I did like Peloton a day in the month of April because I couldn't wait until May to get the rhyme right. But, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. But anyway, I remember I was so excited that whole month I did every single day. I didn't miss a single one. And I was like, man, that was awesome. And then I literally have not done another one since then. Right. And it's like, if I were to go like get on the bike and you know, it would, it would be like, Oh, and I look down like, when was your last round? It'd be like April. And I'd be like, are you kidding? I feel like I was just doing this all the time. And it's like, well, yeah, you were, but no, you're not. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's very interesting how, how, I don't even know. It's almost like you're, I always described it like this, this was like a, like the thing um, I would play the, the soccer game FIFA as yeah. a kid. And I would always describe it as like holding the turbo button down because like as you're running around the field, if you hold down like square, you know, on your PlayStation controller or whatever, then your little guy will run faster. And he's got like his little turbo bar. And it was sort of like, but like if all you ever did was run around with that one player in turbo mode all the time, by the end of the game, he has, none left right you know and it's sort of like okay like you know at this point in time it's like you can hold down square as much as you want but he's not gonna run any faster because like you used all of it um and sometimes i do think that like this is like a weird aspect of life is like how much am i holding down the turbo button on something and then like as soon as like i sort of like get like that like moment to like catch my breath it's like it's almost like um having like a super like crazy adventurous night and like you sit down like on a couch somewhere and all of a sudden it hits you full speed and you're like, I'm kind of tired. Right. (laughs) It's like, I know, I know we've all been having so much fun and there was so much momentum. And then like we sat down and now we're sitting Mm -hmm. (laughs) now we're tired, you know? Yep. It's like, how how do we keep the adventure alive for the rest of the night? So anyway, um, yeah, I feel like that's, that's the thing is, is, um, like, and, and I'm even curious too, like as, as to like how the next several years progress, like will, will it be the case where it's almost like let's do fewer things so that people can focus on them more. Mm-hmm. Like, so that we can focus on them more. <laughs> r- right. Yeah. I mean, like, like I know that I would personally benefit from just simply there being fewer things coming out at once um like even even like another one that i think this is like possibly a, a, a good example is we have like strange world is like a new disney animation oh, yeah. movie that's coming out this week and like typically I, I would again you know if we fast if we go back for back to like 2019 anytime there was like a new disney animated movie we were doing like trailer breakdowns and like every single time like a new piece of information got dropped or like the director tweeted like you know like hey heads up wink wink it'd be like what like we're all over it like this is awesome you know yeah and um you know now it's like it's it's so funny because I mean, it's been on our calendar for months and months and months here in the office like you know scrolling through like our our like digital you know display that we have in, a, in the main yeah. area um and it's like, man, it comes out this week, and I don't know like what the main character's name is. Right, I don't know anything about it. But which is similar, possibly to like Encanto when it came out last year during like the Thanksgiving yeah. holiday. Um, you know, I I had been like, you know, Alice and I were pregnant, expecting Addison the whole year, and sort of distracted with a bunch of other things. And ultimately, once it hit Disney Plus, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Like we covered it like crazy. Um, but yeah, Strange World's coming out, and it's like I'm like. 
is anyone talking about this movie right now? Like, am I just missing it? Am I looking in the wrong places? Is I don't it- know. I feel like I'm sort of in the same boat. You're right. Like, yeah, it's, it's coming out like within the week or something. And I'm like, oh, I keep like forgetting. And I'm like, I don't feel like there's been any buzz almost anywhere about it. You know, yeah. like I, I, I've seen a few trailers and... That's I th- like I, I don't feel I don't feel like I've heard anyone talking about it. Right. Like or is like, am I just not looking hard enough or is there just not that much hype around it? Like I don't as far as I can tell, it's not like a, you know, Disney princess style musical or anything. Right. right. Um, so I, I just have no idea. And I'm like, I, I'm you're right. I could be fully prepared to go and see it and be like, well, that was the next best thing I ever saw. But who knows? <laughs> I know it's a very interesting place to be in. Like standing here right now, like what if next week we're like, oh my god, we saw it and it was the best thing we've ever seen. Yeah, strange planet. Oh my god, to see it now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? I mean, I remember some of the trailers looking like like very similar to like the beginning of Up, where they're like Charles Muntz. Yes. Uh, the man who explored the entire world and found all these crazy things and had like that kind of like old timey radio voice going about it. Yeah. Yeah. But it, and good. then I've seen I have seen some of the trailers where I feel like it might be like a little bit self-aware. Like they have this like one little gloopy character that's got like a bunch of little like weird appendages. It looks like a ball of goop with like a bunch of legs sticking out of him. And it's like, I don't know if he has a face or anything, but every time I see it, I'm like, there's going to be so many toys of that thing. And then like the last trailer I saw, like one of the guys was staring at it. It's like, I don't know what you are, but I want to murder merchandise you that was like that was a little that was all on the nose uh, yeah <laughs> that was a little on the gloop yeah we get okay disney all right here we go so i don't know uh, i mean it's like it's funny yeah like uh th- but i feel like the same was like true with almost like wakanda forever like it, that one is like i was very excited for it to come out but i didn't i didn't necessarily feel like this big hype train coming up to it where it was like you could feel like like when like end game or even like frozen 2 or like toy story 4 like these movies that like you know fourth sec you know sequels that are like way down the line is it felt like oh man i can't wait i like, know and like people are waiting on they're like you know let's go you know there was like this like mm, uh, you know, <laughs> it, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like it felt like very like electric and it even felt like, you know, we always go into like the Thursday night viewing of everything. So like we're seeing it like opening night or whatever. And even that seemed like for a long time you'd get there and it was like kind of like crowded and there was like a little bit of like a line for like snacks and you know, the theater was mostly sold out and it's like, I just feel like most of the time I like walk in now and it's like, okay, where should we sit out of like the 700 available seats in this? Oh, I know. You know it's just theater. like, there's been a few things that I think are really hurting that experience. Number one is COVID because COVID's the worst and it just, you know, upended the whole world. You know, nothing you can do about that. Right. But then because of COVID, streaming itself became just such a bigger deal. Yep. Um, which is that. So, yeah, I think people are still less comfortable going to movie theaters specifically. Um, the fact that because streaming is so successful that like movies are out of theaters and onto streaming so fast, you know, it's not like it's not like before where if you didn't see it in theaters, it was like, well, I should see it in theaters because I doubt I'm going to buy it. Sure. You know? Yeah. Where yeah. now it's like, well, if I don't see it in theaters, no big deal. I'll just see it on streaming like two months later, the moment it's available. Right. And I'm already paying for it. So whatever. Right. You know, why Why go there and like buy expensive popcorn and stuff? And then three is, and I don't know how to fix this because it's like, I see how they ended up there, but I kind of wish they'd just go back. But it's the... Uh, <laughs> um, the the advent of you said it the thursday night viewing yeah. which is the the reason that all of a sudden like when you see whenever a movie's coming out it's always on a friday that's always the release date but you'll always be able to see it on thursday 
Right. And this is this like the the to watch this un like ravel over the last 10 years has been fascinating because the re like the reason you can see it on Thursday is because once upon a time for Friday night for Friday, because it came out on Friday, you could see it at 12.01, like one minute past midnight into Friday. So technically right. on Friday. Yes. So you'd have to go in line on Thursday night to get there for Friday, the right. moment it was Friday. And that was like, so like, oh yes, it's so exciting. And then like, eventually uh, they started peeling that back to like 10 p.m. And I was like, okay, you don't have to be here until midnight. We'll give you two hours. Right. That's fine. Now it is, li- you can literally see it at 3 p.m. on Friday. But so it may as well just come out the day before, but which is convenient, I suppose. But there's no like pomp and circumstance around it, yeah. you know, and it just feels very diluted. And it's like, yeah, whatever, just come see it. And, right, yeah. right. I know. Yeah. And, and like, I don't know how to like, like, uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Like, how do you, how do you get that back? How do you move black Friday back to like midnight openings? Like, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's, I don't even know. Like, I don't even know what's better either because like, you know, you go back again to 2019, Disney had 10 movies clear a billion dollars at the box office. Right. And it's just like, those numbers are so absurdly staggering Yeah, in terms of like, how much popularity and how much excitement there was about going to the movies to the movies. Yeah, it's like, I feel like those numbers aren't going to be beaten because like, because like since COVID happened, people don't like going to the movies anymore. Right. <laughs> is right, what it feels yeah. like, or maybe just like the movie industry or like the, the theater industry took such a hit from it or something. But I don't, yeah, there, there is this like kind of like odd, uh, like I, I imagine it would be like part of us for, quite some time but like i know all the like major sporting events or like i went to like the when we were young music festival a couple of weekends ago um like every time i am now around like tens of thousands of people at once there is this sort of like is this supposed to be happening like (laughs) (laughs) it's like i am like aware of like the like i I am aware of the impact of having you know been inside around max you know like 11 people yeah for two years straight it's like it's just it's hard to like like shrug that yeah um yeah so it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting spot to be in it is it is yeah okay but so okay this will be this will be very interesting the other big like what what i am sure they are expecting to be massive movie release is avatar the way of water that is which an comes out one. in yeah. December because yeah. like Avatar, the the first movie, which is like what over 10 years old or something now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was like the like the 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 first movie, the first movie to crack a billion. Right. I don't know if it was the first to crack a billion. It was the highest grossing ever. OK. Um, I, I, and I think it did like like one point nine billion or, or something like yeah absurd i mean it was yeah that was like the first like super duper next level blockbuster box office movie yeah yeah that like became like the new benchmark and so it's been a while and it is like a follow-up but i guarantee you they are hoping for those kind of numbers for sure Uh, yeah for the way of water and like if if ever there has been a movie that was like the experience was so much better because it was on a big screen. It was avatar. Right. And like, whether you love or hate the story, like it's a movie you physically experience. It's true. You know? It's true. Yeah. It's definitely like, it's it, there, there is something about 
the level of like you know immersion that that it yeah. had to it and like you know seeing it in IMAX is like completely different from like watching it you know in your home on your like TV or whatever yeah um even even like the way I mean it's a it's just a very cool world yeah like the 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 imagination that like went into it like the almost like bioluminescent nature that everything has like even if you go to like disney world animal kingdom Mm -hmm. and you're like walking around like the pandora section of the park at night like (laughs) everything's lit up it's like man this is cool (laughs) yes it is it is very cool it is it's very fun i will tell you what if you're ever there the trick is get your phone out turn it on night mode and just like let it go yeah like you gotta like really hold hold very still for like three or four seconds or however long it takes to do it like the images are insane (laughs) they are really cool they're really cool i know that we were there uh for like a work trip a couple of years ago and we were just like they almost had to like come and gather us to get us back on the bus because we were like oh my gosh i just took a picture of this plant (laughs) it's so cool oh man dimly lit spaces dimly lit spaces with bioluminescent black light let's go I'm into it. Fun. I'm into it. Fun. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile. And it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting you know to me it was just like a rare charizard is a rare charizard like it doesn't doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded it can add huge value and then not only that but once they're graded they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the the industry as a slab and that's where arena club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack but it's for a pre-graded card 
Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so um, and wh- whilst we are struggling to keep up with all other things that are available on streaming, uh, it seems like you've also been recently watching uh, a, a series. Yes, I have. Um, called Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna. How is it? Oh, man. It is very... I think I've been really enjoying it. Okay. Um, it is the... Well, this I, I want to say true story, but like each episode like starts and like it'll be like, Everything, everything in the show is true except for everything we made up. So it's like, okay, they're like, they're, you know, being pretty funny about it. They're definitely dramatizing a lot of it. But Inventing Anna is based on the true story of this like, um, socialite con woman. Okay. And like, uh, as of watching the show, it's still unclear, like where she come, where she actually came from at all. She just sort of like appeared in like the upper elite echelon of like New York City's, you know, uh, top tier hyper rich people. Yeah. Like the, like the, the gossip girl. Yeah. Like the like gossip the, the girl. Upper East side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like suddenly she's just there. She's, she's this socialite and she is just like, get like conning people into like paying stuff for her and like, like taking advantage of, of I guess what they call in the show is like the invisible money that changes hands every day. And it's like all about introductions and appearances and like everyone's so afraid to be disrespectful of someone else's wealth because it might hurt their own wealth that like she's able to just like pretend she's wealthy and everyone treats her as like she's wealthy. But like the, the mystery of it is like how she's fitting in because it's such a foreign world to anyone who's not like, you know, um, extremely, extremely rich you know, where like everything is fashion and art and galleries and fundraisers and whatever. Yeah, yeah. This is this is like it, it's very it's a very, very, very interesting concept to me. And it, it takes me back to um, Catch Me If You Can with Tom yeah. Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio, where like Leonardo, or yeah, Frank Abagnale Jr., who was also a real person, um, seemed like he he sort of just realized um, what, what is the term people use like for Hermione? Um, 
which is that like she she just sort of has like maturity that like maybe like exceeds what you might expect for like an eleven year old. No, oh. there is a word for it. Okay, if it it'll probably I'll I'll set my mind to set your mind to work yeah. on that. Give it the crossword puzzle. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. So probably somewhere in the next couple of minutes it'll just hit me and I'll just like scream it out loud. Um, but anyway, it's it's like you've got this person who realized that like no, like how often does anybody actually think that they're being hoodwinked exactly and it's sort of like in general the answer to that question is just like like never like i i don't typically think that people are trying to like trick me on a regular basis yeah especially in like a fairly like innocuous environment right um and so like all of a sudden you know like if i were if like if, you know if i was at like a social event or at a party or something and somebody came up and just started like blatantly lying to me but like could walk the walk then it's like there's really no reason for me not to believe them because yeah. under most circumstances it's kind of like there's not really anything you can get from me either given where we are it's right like, like this is just you know we're, we're just simply like communicating so like if you come up and like make it seem like you're a much more important person than than you actually are then then i'll probably believe you and walk away from it and be like man i met someone interesting today yeah um <laughs> and i feel like you're right like this is like the odd thing because i I, rem- I know that like one of the big things that they talk about like with this particular show is sort of like the way that you can go into like a lot of these like very very like luxury environments and there's a lot of fear of like stepping on toes or like potentially like insulting like an important person of of some whatever it's like it's a set of rules that just don't exist anywhere else exactly in society um even in name of the wind there's like a very famous example where like quoth gets to this like new city and he has no way of like getting to effectively the king of this town the mayor um other than to just like sweet talk his way there so he finds like a baronet and just walks up to him and like pretends to be a person of higher rank. And it's like that baronet either can choose to call him on it or help him basically out of fear of insulting. Right. Like he doesn't, he doesn't recognize who Quoth is, but Quoth is treating him like he's superior to him. And it would be like rude of the baronet then it would be very bad for him to not help him if he is someone important so he just helps him right yeah so like the the example that like i remember where i where i've sort of like found myself in one of these situations before is that earlier this year um after t- two years of mom and dad for Christmas having like given Alice and I like a couple of gift cards to go to this like one resort in Virginia called Primland. Yeah. Uh, which is like a just it's just an expensive like, you know, five star resort type of place. And it was we stayed for like one night and it was on like a Sunday yeah. <laughs> during off season. Um, so like, you know, you get there and like they immediately come out to your car and they've got like like wine and like, you know, sparkling water. And like, you know, it's like one of these things where like someone before you even realize it is like loading your bags up and like taking them to your room. And it's just like the entire experience. Like I felt like nervous yeah, because it was like, I don't know how to interact with this set of protocols. Yeah. Like there's clearly like a dance involved with how this plays out. And I don't know it. Yeah. Um, it was like, I have a gift card, right? <laughs> like, do I give you that now? Or 
Yeah. You know, but like, like any other hotel experience I've ever been at ever. The, the number one thing the hotel wants from you before they will let you into that room before they'll give you your key card is your money or at least yeah. claim to money. So it's like, we'll take that credit card. We're going to put this deposit on file. Don't wreck our room. Thank you very much. Enjoy your stay. Yeah. Um, this was different. It was different in that, like, you know, I kept asking, like, can I pay you guys for the room? Like I was trying to do it like first, just like get out of the way. And it was like, it was like one of these things were like, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? We'll figure it out later. Like, I don't understand. Right. So apparently I would be very bad in this particular environment. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't think I'd be able to like walk the walk. Mm -mm. Maybe now that I've done it before, I would know a little bit more. Maybe. But this is the real question. Yeah. When you're watching this, I was like, how does she know? Like, where is she getting the experience from? Because she clear, she like doesn't have money, but she is walking around in like all these in crazy designer clothes. And she like looks extremely fashionable and she can talk the talk and like walk the walk, but she's not from money. And it's like, how are you doing it? This is like, and it's like, is it just all confidence all the time? But like, you gotta have some knowledge to be backing it up because she's doing it for like years, you know? Right. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's like on some level, like once you're 25% of the way in, it's kind of like, okay, maybe you're starting to like learn things as you go. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess she gets better and better at it. And it's like, oh, it's so, but it's like the way she keeps like conning people. It's like, like the, I think the one I listened to a podcast about this, this woman before uh, they made a TV show about her. And it was like, and, and the, the journalist from the podcast ends up being like one of the characters on the show, although not the main journalist who you're following, but she's like still part of it. Okay. Um, and like, you know, the, the girl Anna or Anna brings them to this like luxury hotel in Morocco, like one of the top 10 hotels in the world. And like, she flies her friends there, like on a private jet and like gets them there. And then suddenly whoops, can't pay. And she's like, you know, all of a sudden her friend, she's like, Oh my, Oh, you know, I'm in, I'm in this foreign country and my European bank cards don't work here. Can you just put your credit card down kind of thing? Right. And it's like, you know, her friends like, Obviously, you know, she's like, well, you'll pay me back. Right. She's like, of course I'll pay you back, you know, but of course she's not going to. Right. Um, right, right. But, but it's like, why? Like she has every reason to believe that her friend who just flew her to Morocco and is at the crazy hotel, like is indeed insanely rich when right. she's not. So it's like, yeah, you'll pay me back. Of course she doesn't, right. but <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's so like, how'd you get, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like mind warping. And it's like, honestly, there are parts of the shows where it makes me like so uncomfortable. Cause it's like, this is like, I think, I think watching this made me realize like, this is my worst fear that someone's like conning me. I think interesting. This is like, it's okay. like, it's like tapping into this like fear that I did not really know I had. I'm like, Oh my God, this, I, I absolutely hate this. Yeah. This is like, the, if this was happening to me, I would be dying you know <laughs> right right yeah. right no that totally makes sense yeah. well and yeah so like to go back to like my example like you know same thing so like i check into my room at this like super fancy resort like you know you go and do all the things and like we went to dinner at like the the resort like restaurant that night which is you know just like a one of the probably one of the nicest dinners alice and i have just ever had hard mm -hmm. stop and same thing like you know they didn't even bring a bill over uh at like the end of the dinner it was just gonna like be put on like your like put on your room so that like when you check out, you will like, of course, inevitably pay for it. Like we got you, like we understand, yeah. like we're not going to like whatever. And, um, but like, you know, you, you get to the end of the, the entire trip and it's like one of these things where it's like, I've already experienced all of the things. And for this resort, like you're up on top of like the driveway to this place is like 10 miles long. Wow. So it's like, there's like really 
no, like I, I remember like pulling into the gate and my GPS telling me like, you're 25 minutes away. And I was like, it says I'm here. Like, yeah. <laughs> like how is that possible? And it was because like, you have to like wind your way up, like through this mm-hmm. like mountain pass or whatever to get there. So like, and then like, once you get there, like the, the person like takes your car to go and like park it somewhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I didn't see, uh, some parking lot that exists must be. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, even for me, it's like, I've gotten to the end of it. It's like, it's like, you know, like if I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, Alice, they don't have any of our information. We can just leave. Right. <laughs> it's like even that it's like not easily, not easily. Yeah. You know, like, which is an, like, an interesting way to structure, I guess, like the entire experience. But I suppose if like you're in, New York city and like you could conceivably like go and go through this entire state. And of course they're not going to insult you by taking your money, but we know you're good for it. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, like, whatever. Um, then it's like, you could just like walk out the door and disappear into the billions of people that exist. Right. In New York city. More or less. And it's like, well, what's to stop people from doing this? And it's like, it's like part of me just literally thinks that the answer to that question is like gumption, you know, like, like, for the most part, what, like how often are you thinking like, I'm going to go, <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't have a place to stay. So what I'm going to try to do tonight, I'm going to go see if I can slip through the most expensive place to stay in New York city yeah, and get away with it. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's like your mind just doesn't even go there. It's like, <clears throat> like nobody, nobody's like worried about this problem because who's attempting it. Right. Oh boy. This is, this is something else that's occurred to me though. Like watching this show is that like, you know, whenever you watch a show like this, like you see like, okay, there's, there's Anna. She's, you know, she's, she's the criminal. She's doing all these crazy things, but you know how it's going to end is that she's going to get caught. And like, there's always these sensational like movies or TV shows about criminals doing these sort of things where, and that's like always the same thing. It's like, it's interesting to watch it happen, but like, you know, they're going to get caught in the end. There's always the side of the law. That's like slowly creeping up on them. Right. They're sort of dipping and diving and dodging around, or maybe they're working with them. Who knows? You know, it's like, it's that's always what's compelling, but like, like you were taught, like, yeah, they pretty much always get caught. Like, but like it has occurred to me that like that that cannot be true 100% of the time like, like there are people who just made it yeah like there are people who like there's got to be people who are just like committing crimes and just getting away with it and who aren't worried about it and just go their whole lives and that's just it you know like that like like not all crime is stopped <laughs> or caught Made. you know like, like and it's like it's weird to think about it's like is in my mind like yeah it is but but is it but is you know? it like, the, like qu- <laughs> the, the big thing here is that it's like it's like it's so difficult to know because the only people who would know that they were living that life are probably not going to tell you exactly that's exactly what i'm saying you right. know it's and like it's like well someone, someone surely someone's gonna tell the story it's like how would they tell the story if no one ever figured it out exactly <laughs> this is what i'm this is exactly what i'm saying it's like like I was thinking there must like I think of like like mobs or like like crime families or something. And it's just like, yeah, these things are like generational and they go on. And like there must be people that like it must be the case that some people are born into like a crime family. They are raised that way. They live their entire adult life and die and never got caught. And that's just how it was, you know, like, it, well, yeah, you know, was, is that the case? Does that happen? <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, it, it seems like certainly like someone somewhere would have like a <clears throat> memoir. And it would just it sort of be like, it'd be like, here's what I did my whole life. 
go and find the evidence. It's there. Yeah. Or it's like, like it, it occurs to me that like maybe like maybe the law is like very aware of this person. There's just nothing they can do. You I, know, like they're like it's clear they're doing nefarious things, but there's never evidence or whatever. Right. You right, know, right. Something like that. I don't know. Who Who is the famous? This is going to be like one of those things where it's like I should absolutely just know the name of the person. Al Capone. Isn't this like what they got him for? Um, oh, like tax evasion or like, something? Yeah, like, like you know, something fairly simple. And it was like, for the most part, he just never slipped up. Right. It was like, absolutely. Was that like the biggest thing? Like, was that like his biggest crime? Nope. Right. Not by, yeah. not how, many, how many Al Capones do you not know about that just like, you know, just got away with it right right i don't know this is it's like i hate to even think that's real and it's like and he's but, famous and he got caught exactly that's probably why he got caught. He's too famous <laughs> too famous too, that's the thing though is that it's like it's like the the really good people are like oh no you don't want fame right like, <laughs> yeah no 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 no. i don't no. want anybody paying attention to me no one needs to know oh man I'll just be quietly wealthy over here illegally and that's what, uh, yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. That's, that's like, that's been like, like that, that, that thought was like eating at my brain earlier, earlier this week. And I'm like, maybe that's not true. Maybe for the most part, if you're doing big enough crime, like yeah, it's getting, it's going to be pretty noticeable. Maybe, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. Well, and so, okay. So go back, going back to this, this Anna character, it's also interesting because like, it would be a fascinating, um, like psychology study just to see like if there was somebody who was like, well, I've got nothing else to lose. I might as well try it. Like I'll, I'll just see how far I can go. Right. Like I could sort of see a scenario where that would play a very massive role in what allows somebody the ability to do it. Right. Which is just effectively like, Oh, I know that like this won't last forever. Like I know that I will be caught. <laughs> oh yeah. Like they're on to me. <laughs> yeah. Like 100%. It's like, but I have reached a point where it's like, you know what? Like I am tired of the the life that I was living. I'm tired of watching these glamorous lifestyles on, on TV every day. Like, uh, like I am just going to try. Yeah. And I'm just going to see what happens I'll and see. I'll see how far I get. Um, and you know, it's funny because it's like, I say that almost as if it's like, well, who would ever actually do that? And it's like <clears throat> the, the real answer is probably fairly few people, yeah. but then there's also like, what like pie in the sky goal have you ever chased before that, which is not illegal. Um, but like, <clears throat> like, so do you, I mean, go back to our example from earlier. It's like, you know what? I've thought about doing a marathon for most of my life. I'm just going to go for it. Right. Like what, what like what, like so maybe, maybe it doesn't work out. Right. Like worst case scenario. Right. You know, but like otherwise, maybe I do it. Maybe you do it. Yeah. Let me finish. This is what's interesting about how they're framing this character in the show is through like a like an almost like sympathetic lens. Okay. Where like like her whole like her whole goal throughout the show throughout the show is like to build this club or this like the the Anna Delvey Foundation is what she's calling it. And it's going to be just some like socialite super elite club. And she like has the vision for it. She has like a business plan for it. And it seems like most of the show, like it's like presenting it to you, like through this lens of like, if she could just like, she's having to like con her way to get the money to start the club. But you like, they're framing it like in such a way where you feel like if she could just get the money, she would actually be successful at doing the thing she wants to do. Right. You know, that that's the thing is that it's like when it comes down to it, it's like the only person who can get away with something like this is extremely gifted in some capacity. Like, I don't even know what that capacity is. I don't know what skill to call that, but it's like, you're not like, like 
Everything you're capable of doing makes you highly valuable, absolutely, in some way to someone. I don't know how, but right. but like, but like, what you're doing is truly remarkable, truly unique, one of a kind. Like people don't, pe- there are not other people like you. Yeah, and therefore, like, you have a marketable ability somewhere. So I could, I could see where that would come from. Also, I could see where there's just not a whole lot of sympathy for the upper crust who are just being like blatantly otherwise like ripped off. Oh, for sure. For the, sure. You know, cause it's kind of like, Oh man, a super rich person had another super rich person steal from them. It's kind of like, well, <laughs> Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very well done show because like you can see for the most part, like it sort of starts out like that where you're like, Oh no, some rich people got stolen from. Like, it's like, they didn't even notice it, you know, like right. they'll be, they'll go to dinners and they'll show you the receipts and it'll be like $37,000. And they'll just be like, whatever. Right. You know, and you're like, mm-hmm. like that's my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just had like a fun night out. Did you? All yeah. right. That's, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's the kind of level of like wealth you're dealing with here. So you don't necessarily feel that bad, but then they do a very good job of showing you like all the people along the way who are like, maybe like, uh, like not that rich. Like they just like have a good job, but they're like still more or less just regular people. And their like lives are being ruined by this person, like stealing money here and there and like coercing them out of it and stuff yeah. like that. But it's, yeah, it's, it, it, uh, I would just recommend watching it because it's it's been very interesting to like see it all go down and that is very interesting. Um, yeah, and uh, so on the on the flip end of the spectrum, like because I think this is it's interesting to me as well. Like you know, because I I always do like that. Like if you were to look at the the human race through like an anthropological perspective or whatever, it's like the idea of such extreme wealth happening. Like I'd I'd almost be curious if you if you give humanity another ten thousand years and then you like start to write <clears throat> a textbook about like all of the different like ups downs all arounds that humanity went through. It's like oh yeah like early civilizations always have this one thing happen, which is that all the resources get tipped to one side for a while. And then they have to like figure out like how to like correct it. Right. It's like, right. We're living during the area, like during the era of, of like human development, because it's all still like still so new. Um, like us as a, as a, like species hard stop right that it's like we haven't seen the full life cycle of how everything goes we're still in the middle of it right like where is like the where's where's the the intergalactic aliens collecting data on the you know the the life cycle of intelligent species you know exactly <laughs> and they're right. like mm, uh yes yes the mm, the humans down on earth are still so early down right. there they're a phase two species they're out phase of- two out of like phase 100 yeah you know? exactly like, right yeah. like there's like other societies that, like you can always track you can always track everyone does the same thing don't feel bad you guys look everyone finds the most available resource and does it to death no matter how bad it is for their planet like it happens every time right like don't like you guys they, they always solve it too they, mostly right, right, right it's like the good yeah. news is, is that they are getting smarter as fast as they are exploiting and right so mm-hmm. the good yeah it's like that this is what it comes down to this is what it's gonna come down to like i always like on that i always imagine that if you had some like human like 
I don't I don't even know what the right word would like like more morality or like happiness index or something if they could like chart it over time he'd be like see like like we on like the micro scale would be like see we peaked like 10 years ago this is as happy as the entire planet's ever been and the aliens would be like yeah yeah so that's like a one and you guys are gonna event like most civilizations end up here at like a hundred the happiest your whole planet's ever been is like a one and it's like from where you're at that was a really big point right but you don't even know <laughs> yeah th- this is i mean there there are so many different things that you could look at that would th- that would like make you <coughs> I, I don't even know like like see how possible this can be i mean th- this is this is like tracking like a stock price or whatever and it's like oh my gosh it's at like an all-time high this is like unbelievable and then like you know if you go back at like the squiggly line that like follows it like somewhere along that squiggly line is a point where like it reached what was previously its peak and then like following that peak is like oh man like it went way down it was like in during that day that it went way down people probably were like whatever happened to blank and blank brand it's like they used to be worth so much and now they're not mm-hmm. and it's like these ebbs and flows these ups and downs it's like everything depends on like at what point in time you decide to look at the data and how far back in time you decide to interpret that data. Right. I guess it's, it's even like if you were to start walking up Mount Everest and let's say Mount Everest takes you 40 days to get to the top. If someone were to ask someone who's been walking for 32 days, do you ever make it to the top? The person like I've been walking for 32 days. You never make it to the top. And it's like, you're eight days away from making it to the top. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But like that person's been doing it longer than the person who's only been doing it for a single day. And it's like their experience is 32 times as valuable and yet still inaccurate. Yeah. This is also, yeah, this is another, there's always this, um, We've talked about the book Think Again by Adam Grant yeah. on here before. And every now and then I feel like he will reuse this like same image on like his Instagram posts, but it'll like show you someone who's like got like three big steps in front of them and they're like, Oh my god, I'm still so far away. Like I have, you know, like this is impossible. And it's like that and it's like that like comic square will like represent like uh, anyone's given mindset at any one given time, but then the next one is always like like it'll show you that like it'll zoom out and it'll be like those final three steps are like the top and like behind them are like a hundred steps. Oh yes. You know? yes and it'll be exactly. like, but it's like no one ever cares about what, like no one, like people are so rarely willing to give themselves credit for things they've already accomplished. If there's still even a little bit more yes. to do. And it's like, no, you gotta like, you've done a lot. You're doing good. You got it, man. Like, look back there. Like that. Sure, you got a few more steps. Look how many steps you've already climbed. Yeah, yeah. You should be proud of yourself. I'm proud, proud of yourself. You, just so exactly. You know. um, anyway, so the last last little bit of information that I wanted to bring up. So we were, we were talking basically about like you know the Upper East Side of New York City, Manhattan. Like that's that's like you know civilization at I don't even, I don't even want to call it its peak. No, it's, prob- just, it's probably not my interpretation of civilization. Yeah, at its peak. probably not like peak existence. Maybe it's like certainly very rich people though. It is certainly that. It is yeah. certainly that. So well, there. I mean, you know, I I, I suppose take that. Uh, but last week, you and I spent a whole bunch of time talking about like the idea of uh, human society creating like recreation, like the idea of like our our sports like 
you know, invented or like discovered? Like, does every civilization eventually like say, Hey, I bet I can run faster than you can run, you know, like whatever. Of course. And yeah. it was, it, I got a very <clears throat> interesting email back, um, from Z. Okay. Uh, that was, that was the name of the little colonel, colonel who emailed me. And they were telling me about like this really fascinating piece of like anthropological, um, like speculation. Okay. And the idea was that like the first sign of like civilization having like done exactly what we were speculating, like sport yeah. to effectively like represent <clears throat> is the idea of a repaired femur. Okay. Which I was like, okay. So like on the most basic level, I was like, wow. Okay. I don't know how that could be correct. Right. But like, it's very interesting, like when you delve into the explanation associated with it. So in case you're unaware, the femur is the largest bone in your body. It is like the one that connects between like your hip and your kneecap. Yeah. It's like your big leg bone. Big leg bone. And the idea is that if there is a repaired broken femur, it means that there has been enough advancement in civilization for there to be some amount of like knowledge to where when something got broken, that there was like enough knowledge that it could be fixed. Right. There's also the fact that it is arguably the most useful, like, like, um, in terms of like being a hunter or something like that, it's a pretty necessary piece of your body. So it also represents that like, not only are there like caregivers whose job it is to like, make sure other people are like, okay and healed, but also that like the civilization is willing to accept a scenario where somebody can't directly contribute towards like the thing that they previously had. Okay. You know, so it's almost even like this, this like layer of, you know, like now, now this person who has a broken femur, it's like, it's okay if like they need time to recover from that. Right. Like, it's, like, it's, yeah. Right. It's not like, well, well, I guess old, uh, old Jim broke his leg back there. Time to take him out back. And <laughs> <laughs> ain't, ain't just you, just another mouth to feed now. Right. <laughs> we took him to the farm. Yeah. <laughs> That's my. These are my caveman voices. I don't know if you can tell. Oh no, no, yeah, Yeah. spot spot on. They were all cowboys, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I I, do you not find this to be like very interesting? I thought it was super interesting. I was like, that is that is such an interesting piece. Is that it's 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 not just like the repair for broken bone. It's the repair of broken femur. Right. Um, is like the sign that like civilization is like reached uh, like a, like that threshold mm-hmm. of existence that like it is, it is excelled enough to where there is a small amount of like medical knowledge where, uh, the town, the, the group of people that like this person would coexist within has enough like sympathy and empathy for someone to take the time to recover from such like, uh, like an injury. And right. I, I don't know, like I was like that, that's a, it's a very fascinating way to look at it yeah um so like that's that's pretty cool so anyway i i do super appreciate the the feedback from little colonel z thank you z on what it means for humanity to be civilized yeah broken femurs breaking healing legs anyway guys i feel like we're at a great point in the episode to go ahead and step off for the week hope everybody had a truly fantastic thanksgiving uh celebration if that is something you're all gearing up to watch the usa play england ayo ayo world cup is on what i know very exciting stuff i i (laughs) I have been uh i know that uh in qatar there is a lot of like big issues in the fifa organization that you know 
exists around the World Cup is not a good organization. Uh, but there is something about like this national, like like nationally represented like sport that just makes me like excited for the future of like. Like, I feel like I'd just be excited for a world where like soccer becomes like the most popular sport in America. Oh yeah. Like and, <laughs> it's already the most popular sport in the world. Right. Like in yeah. my mind, I'm like every other country has figured it out. Every yeah. other country understands mm-hmm. that this is the greatest sport to have ever been created. And it's like, I feel like the U S this is just like another one of those things. It's like, it's like, has the country figured out that soccer is the best sport yet? It's like, Oh no, they're not quite yet there. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. they're, still, they're still like the barbarian sports. Okay. No problem. I mean, <laughs> that's cool. It's like, they'll all get there. They'll get there because that's what <clears throat> happens. Um, so anyway, I, I always get very excited about it. It's been eight years since we got to see the USA compete because they didn't qualify four years ago. Um, so we watched, uh, Jay and I were watching the game, uh, between Wales and the U.S., which ended in a tie. Um, but yeah, very exciting stuff. If you're listening to this, maybe U.S. has already played England. Maybe. And the, uh, can you believe that they won in that nail biter? What? It was, I mean, oh, like, man. how many goals were four to three? Woo! I mean, that's a bunch of goals for a World Cup. Very impressive. It was, oh, well, how thrilling. What a high, high scoring soccer match it was this is my prediction this is that's, your prediction what, yeah four three u.s victory over england today i i want it i want <clears throat> to say that that's what i think it would be but i think it's gonna be four three england oh no we were in wow. it and that's like what people will say it's like man it's like you know they were like they, they, were like, they played it. a great game they, were in it. they put some goals away on them but they couldn't quite edge it <clears> out that's that's my prediction okay that's my prediction we'll see uh, we will see. Anyway, guys, as ever, if you have any feedback for the show, be sure to uh, send that over to popcornculturepod at gmail.com. I do just absolutely love all of the feedback that you have. If there's anything that we talked about today that you want to let us know your thoughts on, again, popcornculturepod at gmail.com. Otherwise, if you would like to support us over on Patreon, I can highly recommend uh, our $5 tier, which gets you access to after the final pop. It's an extra 15 to 20 minutes of Jay, talk, Jay and I talking. It's just me. J- just Jay. This week, it's going to be just Jay the whole time. Um, it's uh, honestly, I do think as far as our Patreon tiers are concerned, it's a really fantastic bang for your buck because you get access to all of the previous after the final pop. So if you're just like, man, I am caught up on popcorn culture. I want more stuff to consume. Uh, there are, I, I believe at this point in time, over a hundred episodes of after the final pop that you could, that you could tune into. So mm-hmm. lots of good stuff over there. That's patreon.com slash popcorn culture. Otherwise until next time, pop, pop. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.